زين الحمد لله يو اوكي بليز كم ان ماي شايلد دونت وري بابا ام كومبليتلي فاين ماي سون كونستانتلي فوميتين دوزنت ريلي ساوند بين فاين تو مي نو وريز ات جاست تيرند اوت تو بي ا ماينر ستمك انفكشن ذاتس فيري ريشورينج بت وات اباوت ذا كوست يو ماست هاف بيد فور ذيس ميديكال ايفاكويشن ام شور ات وورن هاف بين شيب بليف مي I didn't spend a dirham on the evacuation. But how? Because Baba, I had travel insurance, which covered such emergency evacuations. I'm a fit guy, but who knows when their health takes a pitfall. Besides, in foreign countries, which have different food, weather, and other demographic elements, one can never risk it. And for those situations, one must always opt for travel insurance. Even you should. <laughs> but son, I'm not going to a place with a very different weather conditions. I know, but travel insurance has various other benefits too. Not just this. Things like emergency medical expenses, trip cancellations, lost baggage, and whatnot. Hmm. That does sound quite impressive. Seems like I'll be availing it for my friend Selim's daughter's wedding when I fly to their hometown in February. You better. Otherwise, I won't let you go. <laughs> you are listening to PolicyBazaar.ae's The Policy Project. We've got you covered. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Policy Project. I'm Sid, your host for this podcast and your go-to person for all things insurance. How are you all? I hope as happy as Meer and his son Zain are upon being reunited. Thus, we've seen how travel insurance can be that crucial shield against unforeseen circumstances and can help travelers navigate unexpected challenges allowing them to focus on enjoying their journey without worrying about their potential risks so without further ado let's dive straight into the topic and like always we're not alone today we have with us an expert who is going to help us all become completely well versed with this particular topic so to continue this discussion further and get into the nuances of travel insurance Please welcome Anuj Bagia. He is the business head of travel insurance at PolicyBazaar.ae. Welcome, Anuj. Pleasure having you on the podcast. Hi, Siddharth. Excited to be here. Okay, so before we just dive right in, a couple of things I just wanted to understand. You've been in the insurance business for how long in the industry? I've been in the insurance business for about ten years now. Kind of, I started my journey in the marketing field, and kind of, I'm now a part of the business function, the travel business being a core part of my function over here. Right. And kind of tried to learn the nuances and pick up some smaller tips along the way that I have kind of been in this industry. Right. Perfect. Perfect. So you are our man today. Okay. You're going to be helping us. explain everything and understand what all we should be looking forward to when buying a travel insurance and firstly what is covered under travel insurance and uh, the features that we should be looking for while buying a travel insurance so so that before i begin there some we need to kind of understand that your travel insurance and your health insurance are completely different policies your travel insurance is a policy mm-hmm. which kind of helps you provide coverage in case of an emergency when you are not in your home country okay the emergency could be an emergency related to your baggage loss could be related to your passport loss or could be related to any of your documentation loss or a loss because of a flight being delayed cancelled or a trip postponement or a medical emergency god forbid kind of happening to the policy holder and this is all what travel insurance covers 
And why is it important in this time of day? The last two years, we have been living with a monster called COVID. And you never know as to the environment that we are staying in. When does an airspace kind of close out? When does a country say that my borders are closed uh, because of this kind of of an epidemic or a pandemic happening again? And it becomes important for you to kind of safeguard the financial investment that you've made in that trip. True. And travel insurance kind of helps you cover all those features out over there. And that is what travel insurance is. Smart. I, I really like how you put it that health insurance and travel insurance are completely different. Very well started off. See, because what happens is a medical cover is a feature provided by the travel insurance policy. But a health insurance is a health insurance. It's only for your health. And Correct. people believe, hey, I want to kind of get a, uh, say, a hair transplant. And so let's go to Turkey and I'll take a travel insurance. It'll cover it. It won't. <laughs> well said. <laughs> okay. We touched upon the topic of COVID. And uh, when we are talking about that monster, so to speak, medical evacuation cover. Let's talk about that. Because if you are stuck somewhere and you have to have an evacuation done, is there a medical evacuation cover in travel insurance? There is. So uh, most of the policies provide the medical evacuation cover feature as a part of the policy. Now, you need to understand that every policy that you buy, for example, if you buy a car insurance policy, there's a third party and there's a comprehensive. There are two types of policies. Similarly, in the travel insurance, there are multiple variants of a policy. And you need to be very careful about the, what variant you are buying. If you want to buy a medical evacuation cover, not hmm. all variants would have it because a cheaper variant would always want to keep out features which are a little more expensive out over there. So you need to right. always buy the policy which is kind of providing the most coverage at an optimum price, not the cheapest policy always. A medical right. evacuation cover is usually available in the more higher-end policies or the most top tier of the policies. And what it does is it kind of provides you an option to go back to your home country and get your treatment continued over there. See, Mm. so that what you need to realize is when you kind of have a health insurance, you kind of have a a cashless coverage. In case of a travel insurance, most insurance companies don't provide you cashless coverage. It is more on a reimbursement basis. So when you're in a foreign country, you're actually paying from your pocket and getting it reimbursed once you come back. And that's mm. not an ideal situation to be in because you may or may not have that foreign currency in their pocket at that point in time. Right. And then if you're even paying for your card, you're paying and those all forex charges that you have. So True. the insurance company gives you an option that you can kind of come back or take a medical emergency flight, come back, mm. and one of your companions will be given an economy ticket so that you basically are in your home country and can continue your normal health treatment over there. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay. So, but when you say that uh, you don't have, uh, it's on a reimbursement basis, what if uh, somebody is, uh, you know, they've, they've lost their documents and there is a loss and a theft and something on those lines. And especially when people go for trekking or there is an important document which they just lose. What happens in those cases? See, what it does is it kind of uh, first is, for example, if I'm staying in the Emirates, which does not have an Indian consulate and I'm traveling from India over here. It will right. give me a reimbursement for travel to the nearest, basically, consulate in the country. Okay. It will give me the money that has, has to be reimbursed in terms of a fee or something that I have to pay. Mm-hmm. And it will kind of take care of all the kind of necessary kind of coverages, including the fees and everything that has to be paid up over there. So after reaching the consulate, I can obviously get a emergency kind of a passport or something kind of issued over there, a temporary passport issued over there, and kind of come back to India. Right. And kind of come back to my home country whenever I want to, basically. 
over here. Right. The other feature that it also does is it also kind of gives you more reimbursement for your daily needs. Okay. Basically, if you kind of kind of have kind of a documentation and you have your uh, say your uh, wallet also along with that kind of say with the passport stolen, we will kind of give you the, the insurance company kind of gives you those uh, those features of the reimbursement over there so that you're able to kind of travel with some amount of money in your hand. That is reassuring. For sure, that is reassuring. Okay, now let's let's boil down to a couple of misconceptions that people have while buying travel insurance. What are the most common misconceptions there? The most common misconception is kind of confusing it with the health insurance. Just say that you should not. You should not take that. The other misconception is that for a shorter trip, I do not require it. For example, if you're saying you're going to the UK or you're going to the Canada and say, oh, there's universal health care. Why should I take mine over there? You need to understand their own kind right. of uh, ecosystem on the medical side is kind of burdened over there. And when you can, when a chance comes, it has oh, to be yes, really because... an emergency over there. And now after COVID, many True countries that. have made it mandatory for you to have your own travel insurance. So it's always good to have a travel insurance. For example, I stay in Abu Dhabi. And if tomorrow yeah. I plan to go to Oman on a long weekend, for example, we just had a, uh, a national day weekend and we kind of, I went to Oman over there. And I, right. I bought my insurance policy because anything could have happened over there. But though I went by my car and kind of was a small two-day trip, but it's important. You do not know what happens in those two days of trip itself over there. So it's mm. always good to have whether it's a short duration or it's a long duration. So these two things are the health insurance, shorter trip, and the third and the most important feature. Most of the EU right now and other countries have made it mandatory for you to have a travel insurance. So at the time of entry into the port or the country that you have, if you don't have travel insurance, you might be asked to buy it. And the biggest pain at that point in time is once your trip has begun, no insurer would be willing to give you an insurance policy because it's always supposed to be bought before you board the flight. Oh. So you need to understand these all these pieces out over there. And the fourth and most important thing, if I'm going for a ski trip uh, to somewhere in, uh, somewhere in Europe or in the Americas or Canada for that matter, or if I'm going for a, like, say, a hiking trip, yes. not many insurance policies cover adventure sports. These are kind of called as adventure sports for a reason over there. And Correct. so you need to kind of insure it and declare it beforehand so that your insurer is well aware that you might be including this kind of an activity in the trip. So in case anything happens during, during that adventure sport or, take, or taking that activity, you are covered for it. And, the, and unless the insurer says, dude, you, haven't, you didn't tell me about it, so I'm not going to provide you coverage. And at that point in time, the customer or the policyholder will come back and say, I was not informed about it. You were not informed because, never, because you te technically you've never also wanted to tell us that. Exactly, so, exactly. So these are the pieces that I would say that the user should be known and they should be made aware about. And the point that you were making that uh, you should be uh, making your insurer know everything, what kind of an insurance that is it that you want, whether it's uh, just for traveling or doing adventure sports or any XYZ activity. So what provisions does travel insurance offer in the event of an accidental injury to a third party? Let's say during the injured person's travel, does travel insurance provide coverage for civil liability claims and uh, you know, their uh, legal expenses as well. Is that uh, a clause there? See, it largely involves personal liability. Okay. And any legal expenses that have to be kind of covered and those are compensated. Third party right. largely plans 
they say involved but it's a very tedious process to kind of get those pieces involved but as a okay. primary person i am kind of covered for a personal liability in case of an accident or even a legal expense if i have to kind of cover about it interesting and you obviously did say that uh, it is on reimbursement basis but can we get cashless treatment in a foreign country if we have travel insurance <clears throat> so uh there are insurance which have started to kind of provide cashless kind of uh, cashless kind of uh, a reimbursement over here to the users to the policy holders but largely yeah. it still remains to be a reimbursement kind of a uh, a reimbursement kind of a feature over there and if you also right. understand the insurers that have started to provide a cashless insurance coverage they only provide to you to a certain limit they don't kind of provide you toward towards a summer short kind of a level they say that okay if you have a flu i'm going to have have will help you give you about say a 5000 cover instead of the normal 50000 mm. cover that you would have had over here in your home country so there are right. checks and balances that have been kept in place to kind of ensure that there are no fraudulent claims over there that are happening so there's no copay that has kind of come into this but what they've done is they said that you're only going to cap it to a certain limit okay okay and the process of filing a travel insurance claim for a medical emergency is there a certain limit that uh, what we can claim for or is it open it's like your normal insurance policy the claim that you can make is the is the level of the summer short that you have kind of taken and every policy defines right. it that you kind of summer short that level that you have taken right the process is fairly simple every insurance company has their own form that you need to kind of fill in and you need to fill in along with the normal the discharge documents of the hospital the prescriptions the you have to have an email you need to kind of email the insurer immediately as you are kind of getting admitted or getting a treatment done so that they are aware about a about a claim kind of happening or being made available once you can kind of land over there and the right. most and most important thing is the travel date and the insurance issuance date the insurance issuance date should be older than the travel date because if that's not the case there will always be a chance for a claim to be rejected and that is a very very important point very important absolutely absolutely see uh, see so that what you need to ensure is that before you travel even if you're at the airport you have kind of have the travel insurance policy in your hand and without that policy in your hand you will not be able to get the most of the benefits because once you've boarded that flight not many people would be kind of wanting to would be going to continue give you that coverage and we live in a stage or a or a day and age wherein it's easily trackable as to when did you buy the policy and what time did your flight kind of took off so there needs to be kind of a certain amount of difference between the time lag over there uh, and, I'll, and i'll give you a classic example i've been in the industry for about 10 odd years now uh, my wife and daughter came to came from india to uh, to abu dhabi to stay with me for about a couple of weeks and i forgot about it i forgot the insurance completely and trust me for those two weeks of periods i was just praying to god nothing happens because i know the cost of uh, hospitalization in dubai is so i was just praying to god that nothing happens <laughs> fingers crossed everything went off well yeah yeah everything went off well so see that that's that's what it is that you kind of you're just left to pray True. to god that doesn't happen absolutely okay so for those who don't buy travel insurance last moment that we'll we look at it it's it's not that important as a ticket or as a hotel uh, you know i need to book the hotels and uh, the visa and all what would you like to tell them see i will give you an example okay so for example people traveling towards thailand say bangkok or or phuket or anywhere else your return airfare is roughly about 2000 dirhams and what's the cost of your travel insurance policy 150 dirhams 
right? And this I'm just talking about a flight being cancelled or you missing the flight out. Correct. Right. I'm not just counting this kind of stay cost or any other cost out around over there. You're going to the Europe. Correct. You're going towards the Europe. Yes. Europe has a lot of weather uncertainty right now. For example, the Munich airport was kind of snowed in, so there was no flight. All the flights were cancelled out. Right. So all this is kind of the travel insurance is roughly about two to five percent of your overall trip cost, rather not even five percent, two percent, two and a half percent. And for just saving the two and a half, that two and a half percent can kind of help you save an overall much larger cost. Yeah, we hope you never have to use it, but it just in case. Absolutely, it's like, it's like your car insurance that you don't want to use it, but you just have to have in case something happens. Correct. Insurance is for some is used for in case something happens. We always say we hope you don't get to use insurance because that's not an ideal situation to be in. Right. But it's also that unfortunate thing that you have to, if you have a financial loss, it has to be mitigated, and insurance helps you help that. Absolutely. Nothing else about it. Absolutely, absolutely. So just to say that two percent of your cost, you're kind of putting a lot of stuff in jeopardy. Absolutely, absolutely correct. Alrighty, that was a very insightful segment indeed. Thank you so much, Anuj. And now it's time to move on to our next segment. Now, this is Ask Away. So here we take up FAQs by our lovely customers and respond to them with the help of our experts. If uh, you two are inquisitive and you are curious like me and you've got a question about finance, about insurance, don't hesitate. Just ask away. Slide into our DMs on Instagram, follow us on uh, Policy Bazaar UAE, or reach out to us via any of the other social media channels. And we'll try our best to answer your questions in the next episode. Today, however, we will be taking up travel insurance related questions that we received in our inbox. So, Anuj, ready to answer our ask aways? So, Rafiq is asking, if I miss a connecting flight due to a delay and incur additional costs, does travel insurance assist with these unexpected expenses? To be honest, Rafi, the answer is yes. And it's a very good question. The travel insurance covers your reimbursement for, for booking a new flight or the, for missing the connection that you have had or a delay that, have, that has caused that. It will also kind of cover your accommodation costs, your transportation costs, and it will also kind of help you reimburse your cost of the flight that you had missed over there so you get a kind of complete kind of a reimbursement into your account all you need to do is just ensure that you have kind of kept all the receipts all the documents with you safely so that in case these are demanded by the insurer you're able to provide for them brilliant okay alicia is up next with her question she's asking if i have to return home early due to a non-medical emergency. Does travel insurance provide coverage for the unused portion of my trip? Yes, uh, the travel insurance has an trip interruption cover in built into it. Oh. So in case you have to cut short your trip due to an emergency that has been defined in the policy, the unused non-refundable expense can be covered by your plan. So while the list of most acceptable reasons for trip interruptions are defined in your policy, but uh, your medical emergencies are the most common reasons that the insurers have kind of seen till date. Uh, and this kind of is covered. Or the other than that is a death of a family member, a terrorist attack, or any other kind of a natural disaster that happens during your trip. So to answer the question, yes, it's covered. Brilliant. And uh, Shamil is up next. He's asking, if I accidentally damage the rental property during my stay, does travel insurance provide any coverage 
So this is a very tricky question. <laughs> There's an excess that is available along with the travel insurance policy that you can kind of take to kind of help cover that loss out. And if it's a minor defend, minor kind of a defect, like a your kid knocking over a small lamp on a rental property, it would be covered. But if it's like a major vacation rental damage that you do, I think that's going to be covered. So if you kind of go and host a frat party in a rental house, <laughs> I don't think that the, the, the travel insurance company is going to be... Uh, more happy to kind of provide that damage <laughs> over there. All right. Shamil, you might want to rethink those plans there. Okay. Nora wants to know, I'm in the UAE and my trip has been extended for another week. Can my travel insurance also be extended? Absolutely. This is a very easy process. All you need to do is write an ins- write an email to your insurance uh, company or to the provider from whom you have bought the policy a day before your trip is supposed to end, and it will get extended without any questions asked. It's it's a, it's a very short and small process. Oh, brilliant! And finally, our last question, Mia. She wants to know that uh, are there any specific provisions in travel insurance for situations where my travel plans are disrupted due to uh, financial failure of a travel agency or a tour operator? Anything on those sorts? Mia, typically what happens is your tour operator or travel agency kind of books everything in advance and pays in advance to all the hotels slash the airline providers or or slash your rental providers and gives you vouchers beforehand. And that's what the process is. So even before you kind of go on the trip, ensure that vouchers are with you. But in case of an interruption that is caused beyond your means, the travel insurance company will take it on a case-to-case basis. Otherwise, Please ensure that if you're booking your travel through a travel agency or a tour operator, have those all vouchers before you kind of leave the port. Perfect. Yeah, we hope you got your answer. Alrighty then. So this brings us to the end of this segment, but don't go just yet. If you have any questions about financial wellness and insurance, simply ask away. DM us on Instagram, follow Policy Bazaar UAE, or reach out to us via any of our other social media channels. And we'll try our best to answer your questions and your queries in the next episode. For now, we hope you are updated with your travel insurance knowledge. We shall meet again in the next episode with more informative and insightful content along with our experts. Thank you so much for this delightful conversation, Anuj, and a pleasure having you on the podcast. It was a pleasure being here on the podcast set with you. That's it for today's episode. Thank you, everyone. See you in the next one. Until then, take care and stay tuned. You were listening to PolicyBazaar.ae's The Policy Project. We've got you covered.